Hello, welcome to Baby Boomer Tales. You can find us at babyboomertales.com. There are links to different places you can access our podcast, including YouTube, which has closed captioning. Great way for somebody that's hearing challenge to be able to listen to a podcast. We release a new episode every Wednesday morning at 3 a.m., but some of our links do not capture them until later in the day. But you can always get it from 3 o'clock in the morning central time at babyboomertales.podbean.com. Thank you for joining me today. What we're talking about is food. Food when I was a kid. Food when I was a young adult. Food when I'm an old fart. We all like food. At least I think we all like food. I know I do. My wife is a great cook, and I'm a great griller. She can make things that are just scrumptious. Now, she wasn't always that way. When I first met her, she probably had trouble boiling water. She used to try to cook everything way too fast, burn it all. I used to kid her that she was fast food. Over the years, she has trained herself to be a superb cook. I really enjoy her cooking. It's a good life when your wife knows how to cook. In the summertime, though, I go out. I can grill steaks, hamburgers, pork chops pretty good. I must say, I don't cook a bunch of hockey pucks. My burgers are juicy and flavorful and seared on the outside and just right on the inside. There are some things that I'd prefer to eat at a restaurant than at home. One of them is barbecue. Kansas City barbecue is, in my opinion, the best barbecue in the world, bar none. There are many wonderful places you can get great barbecue. They range in styles from where they wait on you at the table to you go into a little divey place and stand in line and get your food. There are so many good barbecue places here in town. Another thing is wings. I used to make wings, but it was an all-day project to make four or five pounds of wings. And it was a very expensive project. And I found that I have two or three wing places I like. And I just go in and they serve it to me. And they do a very good job. And I don't have to work all day just to have some wings. So I've stopped making them at home, no matter how good I thought they were. In the wintertime, I like to go out and get a good steak because I stopped grilling about November. But besides that, I prefer to eat at home. Once in a while, we go out, but not very often. It is good to find a nice restaurant. I find, though, that in my experience, going to a new restaurant that you have never been to before is kind of like going to a movie. If you hear great things about it, I'm always disappointed because I think my expectations are too high. If I haven't heard one thing about it, usually there's a good chance that I'll leave there saying, that was okay, I like that. Homer, what are you doing? What, what are you doing, Homer? What are you up on that ladder for? Hi, Pop. Well, I was down in Wheat Town, and I found some mistletoe on sale, 
and I was just putting it up here in this doorway, waiting for Katie to come by, give her a little kiss. Omer, mistletoe's a Christmas thing. I know, Pop. I know that. Don't you think I don't know that? But I didn't have any at Christmas time, and, well, this will surprise her even more. I go lay a big old smooch on her, and she'll wonder why, and I point right up here at the top of this doorway. Hick, hick. Omer, I don't know about you. Well, Pop, it was on sale. I'll tell you what, Pop. Let's go to Apple's Cafe and get a hamburger. That sounds like a good idea, Homer. I'll tell you what, I'll go to Apple's Cafe and get a hamburger. You have to stay here and watch the store. Katie's gone. Oh, that's right. Well, I'll just stand here under the mistletoe and wait for her. When I was a kid, I always felt that my mom's cooking was the very best. My grandma's was a close second. My mom made dinner every night that I can remember. Every night, every night, every night. And some of the things that she made was not my favorite, and some of them were. I think she was so concerned that we had a very balanced, nutritious diet that sometimes she cooked stuff she probably didn't even like just so that we could grow up to be healthy and strong. One of those things was liver and onions. We had it once a week. At least that's how I remember it. Now, she was pretty good at liver and onions. She seared the outside really, really well. The onions were tasty. The liver was passable with some ketchup and some time, I could eat it. Now, I had that every week, as I said, and years ago, way after I was grown and had a family of my own, my doctor caught a situation that I have that I have too much iron in my system. Now, liver, I know my mom was giving us liver to build up iron, so we didn't have iron-poor blood or whatever. I didn't need that. Unless she fed me so much liver, I just started turning into a iron factory. These days, I have to watch my iron intake. Cereals and breads have a lot of extra iron added. So I have to really watch that stuff. If I buy a box of cereal, I read the ingredients first. It has over 50% iron. There's no way I'm buying it. It's best to have 25% or less on the ingredients. Another thing that we always ate, or we're kind of forced to eat, at least have a bite, it was one of my dad's favorites. It was spinach. But this spinach was different. It was canned spinach, not fresh spinach. And it always had vinegar on it. That's how I liked it. I remember one time, I just couldn't choke it down. I just couldn't. I was sitting there. And so somehow, I was offered if I ate a whole bowl of it, I'd get a silver dollar. I've spoken of my dad's silver dollars before. So, okay, you got a deal. So I sat there for the next hour trying to get it down. Well, by that time it was cold and, and I was whimpering and whining and I couldn't, I couldn't. I put it in my mouth and I'd regurgitate. I finally got a half a bowl of it down and I just knew I couldn't go any further with this deal. So I tried to negotiate a deal that I ate half of a bowl. I should get 50 cents. My dad wasn't having any part of it. It was a no-go. I imagine I went to my room told my brothers what cheapskate dad was, that he wouldn't even keep his end of the bargain, which 
It was me not keeping any end of the bargain. I was a great negotiator and that carried forward into my life. I like to negotiate houses and cars and whatever. It's kind of fun. You never know unless you ask. They say negotiators are some of the best paid people on earth. Well, I wasn't one of the best paid people, but I did get deals I never would have if I wouldn't have asked. My dad had a grocery store. We all know that by now, I'm sure. And so I was raised on bent cans, cans with no label on them, bruised fruit, limp vegetables. My dad would bring home all the rotten bananas. My mom was a master banana bread baker. I think she went around town giving it away to people because we had it coming out of our ears. It was delicious. The only thing she would do that I'd never agreed with is she put English walnuts in them, and I don't like walnuts. Walnuts don't like me. But she loved walnuts, liked to put them in anything she baked. I can remember my dad making breakfast. I really don't remember my mother making breakfast. If I didn't eat my dad's breakfast, I had a bowl of cereal. And I love cereal, all that sugar cereal, watching cartoons on Saturday morning. But my dad would make bacon and eggs like nobody's business. Bacon, eggs, and toast. He'd wake you up at 6 o'clock, turn the light on, say, you're burning daylight, get up, you're going to miss breakfast. He'd crawl upstairs and rubbing your eyes. and He'd have the radio going to Pete Smythe's General Store. It was a local guy out of Denver that the whole premise of the show was he was sitting around potbelly stove in his general store and people come by and talk with him. Maybe buy a pack of gum or something from him. My grandma made the best cinnamon rolls in the county. I remember watching her make them. She'd roll out that dough and make them into these long strips and put that cinnamon really thick on them and roll them up and bake them. I could hardly wait for them to come out of the oven. She was actually famous for those cinnamon rolls. I know a few people today that'll still talk about those. Of all the things that I miss my grandmother for, and I miss her a lot, but I think I miss those cinnamon rolls the most. They're actually delicious. And I know they were made with love. I just know that she loved making them for her kitties. That's what she called her grandkids. My mother loved eating cheeseburgers. I think that was her favorite food. That's carried forward with me. My favorite meal of all time is a good, good hamburger. I've abandoned the cheese on them anymore. I think it takes away from the taste of the meat. But I do like a good hamburger, and I think I cook a very good one. But one of my things when we go out, I'm always looking for the perfect hamburger. It's hard to find. I remember when I was a kid watching my dad eat crackers and milk. He'd come home for lunch. And he'd take a bunch of saltines and crush them up into a big glass. And then he'd pour milk over them, take a spoon, kind of stir them all together, and then eat them and drink them all out of that glass. And actually, it's pretty good. I used to kind of like it. Now, I tried it 10, 15 years ago, and I didn't like it at all. But back then, when I was a kid, I did. And it was one of my dad's staples, that and sardines. He'd have these sardines for lunch with his crackers and milk. To this day, I won't eat a sardine. Now, I like fish. I think fish is very delicious, but not those sardines. I associate them with bait. 
some of the other things my mother cooked that was just superb and above average and we could probably all associate this with our mothers one thing was fried chicken she would have a brown paper bag and she'd put one piece in at a time and shake it shake it there's flour and whatever spices and whatever she had in that bag and then she'd fry it my two favorite pieces when i was a kid was the leg and the neck do you remember the neck they used to fry up the whole chicken, you know. I don't even know if you can buy a chicken neck anymore. Maybe at a regular butcher shop. But those things were juicy and succulent. And I think I used to kind of argue with my brothers over who got the neck. Mom's fried chicken was the best. Another thing she did the best that my wife took years and years to try to master is her meatloaf. Now, my wife's meatloaf today is very good. It reminds me of my mom's. And that's a high compliment to my wife's cooking. Some of the places I like to go out to eat growing up. One of my favorites and the best memory wasn't until I was about 16, but Hazel's Burritos. There at Silvertips, she'd serve these burritos on this big hot plate. Now, I don't even think I knew what a burrito was until Hazel opened her restaurant. And people line up to come into a restaurant and sit down. It was a sit-down restaurant. And those burritos had cheese and lettuce on the top of them. And hot and delicious. She was famous for miles and miles. People come to eat Hazel's burritos. Another one of my favorite foods was Stella Burgers at the local Dairy King. That loose meat hamburger. To this day, I get a hankering for a Stella Burger that I just can't shake. I just want a Stella Burger. Now, you can't go in and brown a bunch of hamburger and expect it to be a Stella Burger, because it's not. She also had, for a short time, maybe two years, what she called a shrimp steak sandwich. And it was some kind of fish, and it was good. Stella had good food fried pies, deep fat fry those hostess fruit pies, then put powdered sugar on top of them. Oh my goodness gracious, I miss Stella too. Later, that same Dairy King, after Stella had retired, a lady named Dolly had it, and she made Dolly Burger. That was a cheeseburger that was very, very good. It was not loose meat, but it was a good cheeseburger. I enjoyed them. Mel's Diner had biscuits and gravy in his gravy. My whole reason for eating biscuits and gravy is to get to the gravy. If people let me, I'd probably just eat the gravy and bypass the biscuits. I like good gravy on tater tots or french fries or any of that. But Mel had delicious biscuits and gravy. Jack's made mushrooms like nobody's business. Now, I'm not a big mushroom eater. I know I'm a fun guy, but I don't much like mushrooms. But the way Jack sautéed those mushrooms, people would come from everywhere to have his mushrooms. Plus, he had a pretty good restaurant. One of my all-round favorite restaurants was Bob and Kelly's. Good food all the way around. I was a little older by the time they came around and I think they specialized in donuts if memory serves me right everybody goes you had some of their donuts good food and good folks there were other restaurants around that I really loved and enjoyed but those were some of the highlights of when I was growing up in my old hometown my best dining experience I have two of them 
first one was a place in downtown Denver called The Broker. They had several restaurants around. And you sat down and you ordered your meal. And what they would bring you is a big, big bowl of peel and eat shrimp. And the shrimp were big. And it was delicious. And that was just the appetizer that came with the meal. I don't know how they afforded to do that. And I don't really remember the food at the restaurant. I remember the shrimp. We used to go there every time we went to Denver because of that shrimp experience. The other place, about 15 years ago, my wife and I were going to a marriage seminar clear up in the north part of Kansas City up by the airport. And we were kind of running late, but we knew we better get some dinner. And my wife told me about this place called Panera Bread. So we stopped there. I had never been there. And as we were driving there, the snow was falling so hard and the flakes were at least as big as the silver dollar, maybe larger. Huge flakes coming down and the roads weren't bad. It was kind of warm and it was mesmerizing and beautiful and kind of fun to drive in. I usually think snow is not fun to drive in. But we stopped at this Panera Bread and had a bowl of soup and a sandwich. And the soup was this cheddar broccoli soup that I keep going back for. Now I've tried other Paneras, but for some reason that one we stopped at on our way to the marriage seminar, that's where I want to go. It's right on my way to most everything anyway if I drive into the city. So we stop and have a bowl of soup. Things I don't eat don't like. A lot of them I haven't even tried and not going to. First one's hummus. I've tried that and I don't enjoy it. When we were in the Middle East, I was amazed watching the locals. They would just eat hummus like I would eat ice cream. My wife enjoys hummus and I buy it for her. Tofu, eggplant, snails, pate, calf fries, cow tongue, any kind of guts. I don't want to have anything to do with any of that. A lot of you guys, gals, will say, calf fries, those are delicious. And yeah, it might just be the thought of it. I don't know. I've never tried them, probably never will. I know I'm kind of a country boy, and we're supposed to eat stuff like that, but I'd rather have a steak. Speaking of steak, when I was a kid, once a week we would have steak. I used to brag at school, oh yeah, we eat steak once a week at home. Thought I was big shot or big stuff or important or something. Full of myself when I was bragging. Whenever I brag, I realized that I probably sound pretty stupid. But anyway, I brag and we had steak. After I got married, my wife introduced me to steak. What I had been eating all those years, well, my dad would bring home his favorite cut of meat was what we call minute steak or tenderized steak. They run it through a tenderizer, so it was probably a tough cut of meat that they ran it through and ran it through. They make chicken fried steaks out of those types of cuts of meat. And I thought I was eating steak all those years. Today, my favorite cut is the Kansas City Strip, medium. Thank you, Kim, for introducing me to beef. It's what's for dinner. Isn't that what they used to say? What a great advertising campaign. Every time you're kind, it helps somebody somewhere. I'll be back next Wednesday.